Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Jeff Johnson here with Angela Hanscom. Angela, what are we talking about this time? Um, so let's talk about um, the fact that children have too many transitions in their life. Oh, I, I love this one. It is something I've been ranting and preaching about for years. Um, go ahead. Tell me your thoughts. Yeah. So I just feel that we're constantly um, adjust, like transitioning children to different activities, um, and especially during school and even in the home life, like where we feel like if we keep them busy, that's best. Um, so, you know, in school, you know, let's do welcome circle of 30 minutes and then we're going to do this for 45 minutes and then we're switching to this for 30 minutes. Um, but it's constant. And the more I did Timbernook, the more I realized, you know, and watching children get into deeper play, the more I realized that, um, you know, it's really important to keep it simple for children yeah. where they're not designed to constantly adjust. And so when children have a lot of sensory issues, it's funny because one of the main issues they have is dealing with transitions. That's when you start to see them become disorganized. You know, they start, their arousal level increases. They start to get really loud. They start running into other children. Um, but that's a really good sign that it's too much to constantly ask them to adjust their schedule. It's also, I feel like interrupting their play. Yeah. You know, so if they're diving into a play scheme, you know, we're, we're quick to interrupt that. And we feel like we have something better planned for them but we're not allowing for that really the richness of that play scheme too. Yeah. It, it, it takes time to build a play scenario. And so when, when you're dividing the day up into these 20 or 30 minute blocks, it doesn't allow children to, to go deep into their play because there's all that organization and planning and bickering and that kind of stuff that goes on in the preparation, which is, which is full of learning and valuable. But if they only get to that level, I, I've seen kids get to the point where they don't even, they don't even try to start play in the block area or wherever they are for that 20 minutes, because they know there's not going to have a time by the time they get things set up it's going to be time to to rotate or or whatever whatever it is and and then we as the adults complain that children have these horrible attention spans when we create these environments where they don't have the opportunity to practice paying attention and spending long periods of time engaged in something absolutely and I feel like <clears throat> we need to allow time for what we call regulation to happen we need them to be in this calm but alert state um, you know, it's just healthy for sensory development. And if we don't allow that, we're, yeah, we're going to have all kinds of sensory issues. So we do have to create environments that promote healthy development as well. Yeah. Yeah. And the other, the other thing I don't like about all those transitions is those become, you, you talk to any preschool teacher and those transition times are always the friction points in the day. They're the day when, when things get most disruptive, where there's the most behavior problems because everybody's on edge. You got to stop doing the thing you're doing, reset your brain, start doing the other thing. There's often cleanup involved. And for the, for the kids and the adults, it's a, it's a, it's a hard bit of time. And when you, when you prune those transition times out of the day, you, you, prune out some of your biggest problems as the adult. And so I, I, I use this when, when I'm talking to caregivers about burnout, when you, can, when you can cut out some of those hard parts of the day, you actually make your job easier. And, and why not do that if you can? If you, if you can't do it for the kids, why not do it for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> we do the same thing at Timbernook. We have 
we actually are very intentional of reducing the amount of transitions that happen. There's maybe two or three total transitions. There's very little. And so I think if you can kind of prioritize what you're actually going to do that day and keep it really simple, that's just one way to keep uh, to eliminate that many transitions. Yeah, yeah. And, and for some programs that are dealing with quality rating systems or accreditation, there are all kinds of boxes they have to tick for what they're offering the kids during the day. But if you're a little bit more thoughtful about your planning, you can you can tick those boxes without having them be be things that are on a on a written daily schedule that involves a transition time. I mean, oh, you can I make you, you can make those things available without yeah. having it on the schedule. Yeah, I, I believe if it's a richer, a richer experience, you can meet multiple boxes at one time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and then even I've seen programs go to the extent that even snack and rest time meal times don't have those those locked in times in the schedule. It's kind of a, a free range snacking um, opportunity where the, the snacks are made available and the kids that want to munch on something can stop their play and go munch and then go back to their play on their on their own schedule. And that that really shows a a lot more respect for their individual autonomy, I think, and th their individual personal schedules. I mean, the, the kid who is, is hungry for snack at 8.15 in the morning and when snack isn't usually till 9.30, I mean, that kid gets to munch when they, they want to. And that probably eliminates uh, quote unquote behavior problems as well, because a lot of times those things arise out of, uh, out of those, those lower level Maslow things not being met. You have kids that are, that are acting out behaving bad because uh, because they're they're hungry or tired or whatever. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. So, what 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 size blocks of of time for play would you you like to see ideally? Well, um, for play, yeah, um, I would say at least an hour. Um, when we work with schools, so when they're certified to do Timbernook, they actually allow for two hours. Um, it's just because they're just getting to the good part. Really, sometimes it takes 45 minutes um, for them to dive deeper. And so, you know, then they're only playing at a deep level for 15 minutes if you only do an hour. But it's better than 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, so I would say, like, to reach if you want ideal for a two-hour time box. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that might, I mean, that might feel overwhelming to some adults who are used to those 20-minute blocks of time. Uh, but man, my experience is when people start giving it a try and, and that means trying more than once. I mean, one day it might be a little bit chaotic for you. You've got to get, allow them to allow everybody to kind of settle into that new habit, but, but life just, just gets easier for everybody involved with those bigger blocks of time when you're, when you're willing to, to open up and kind of embrace it a little bit. And I think the same is true for parents at home. You know, like when your children get home, if you, it's ideal if you could do, you know, at least two hours outside that they're playing, um, you know, reach for three, but two hours is great. Um, but that means kind of getting rid of some other things on the schedule. So yeah. it, it does make um, a priority of downtime for children. And I think it's needed more than ever right now. Like there's the mental health piece is huge. So spending time outside and play is very therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, for 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 the kids and adults. Um, and and again, it's going to be a hard transition for you if you're used to the day being highly regulated. But uh, it's a it's a great move if you're willing to uh, 
to to pull the trigger and make that change. Any other thoughts on this one? No, I think that's good for that. Hey, people, transition a little bit less out there. Um, but hey, don't transition away from the Timbernook Tips podcast. We will, I mean, there's, there's, there's other podcasts out there, but keep listening to us too. We'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Timbernook Tips. Share your questions and comments at playvolutionhq.com slash podcast slash Timbernook. For more Angela, visit timbernook.com. For more Jeff, visit explorationsearlylearning.com. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.